On this week's episode of The Pool, I talk about how you need to stay away from the girl next door. No, seriously, stay away. And I'm going to tell you why you need to switch to any system but the Nintendo Switch. All that and much, much more. John, roll it. So, I don't want to say I have a bone to pick with you because it's not like it's really your fault. Damn. But um, I watched I watched Girl Next Door. Um, <laughs> this is a throwback for y'all in case you need to go back real quick and then jump back to this episode of our Halloween episode. Um, Danny listed as one of his uh, horror properties um, Girl Next Door. And uh, I was familiar with it because I am a Jack Ketchum, the author, uh, fan. I read his work, but one of the like two books he wrote I didn't read was The Girl Next Door. And uh, so Danny, in a uh, spoiler portion of the episode in which he asked you to skip forward if you would like, <laughs> divulged some information to me that I decided I wasn't uh, – I wasn't keen on watching the movie. Now I have this friend uh, that listens to the podcast and she really wanted to watch the movie. And she was like, Hey, I, I heard Danny talk about it in the podcast, blah, 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 blah. I really want to watch it. And I was like, man, that's weird that you want to, she wants to see it, but I didn't hassle her about it. Um, so she came over for a little while, uh, a few days ago and we watched that movie. And um, now for those of you that don't know what the girl next door is about, that's not like a hey, you want to come over and and Netflix and chill with this this movie, girl. Yeah. Like it's not or, that. Kind or of just thing. like it wasn't even like that. It was just like yo, we're literally gonna just watch this movie. But even then, like it's not even it's not even good for that. And like so, the whole thing is about a girl that gets tortured by her aunt. Her parents die, and she's forced to live with her. I'm not gonna go into all these details. Danny talked about it. Um, but it starts to get very heavily into sexual abuse. And I am not, and no one is, but I am not a fan of that type of content and I, in a personal way. Not that anything happened to me, but I have been too close to some women in my life that have. And so that stuff hits me on a lot deeper chord than it does a lot of guys that I know and I can't speak for every guy just the ones I know so that stuff really bothers me um so I wasn't aware that my friend d skipped over the part that you told people to skip over I thought for sure mm. that people were just like whatever and listen through that stuff anyway <laughs> oh, no. so so she still wanted to watch it because she didn't know what you told me um so we're watching this movie dude and it's hard. I'm, it's hard. I'm getting uncomfortable as shit. <laughs> I'm. I have like uncomfortable ticks going on. I'm getting extremely angry and stuff. And she doesn't know any better. So she in a in a very like, uh, I don't want to say bro way, but uh, she's just like, man, this is so fucked up. And like, I'm like, <laughs> in my head, I'm like in that level where I don't even want to talk about it. And so inevitably it gets to the scene at the end where you see her cousin her first cousin Spoilers. or whatever yeah Go ahead. um raping her mm. and then a few moments later her aunt 
welds and i don't know why she has a welder in the basement um but she welds the poor girl's vagina shut um Mm. and i you know i want to be like that was it that was and that was it for me but it was it for me before they even got to the rape i was over it but i endured it i i I would have if i was by myself i'm being honest with you dude and then when it was over um she she made some comments about being fucked up again and stuff and i said you know what honest i'm gonna be honest with you i was like i don't want to talk about it um And it was that level. It's funny to me because I get, like, I get where you're coming from. It's the, oh, dude, it's, yeah. And 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 so so I said I would rather sit here in silence for a few moments than talk about this. Right. I popped open my little mini fridge, pulled out a beer, and I said, you know what? I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and drink a beer. And like, (laughs) I drank a beer, and then I was like, we have to watch something else so that I can get over this. I was like, so I want to see a movie where despite bad shit maybe happening the good guys do a lot of bad shit to the bad guys so i threw in green room um which i know you still haven't seen but um i threw that in and that that helped me feel better but even the next day like when i my roommates got home and stuff i had to tell them i was just like man i can't with this bullshit here's (laughs) here's what happened in this movie so so from the bottom of my heart i cannot recommend this movie to anybody i can't I can't wish upon you to watch this movie. I never and, and said the, I was recommending it. Like I told you, it's I, hey, bad, dude. But you, like, but she skipped over the part that you talked about, where if any logical person heard it, they would have been like, "Oh, I don't know that I need to see that." And so yeah, you still allowed it to happen, like because <laughs> I, I didn't know she skipped over it. And then I was like, "You didn't listen to the episode?" She's like, "Yeah, I did, but I skipped over the spoilers." And oh, I was like, "Jesus, that's why." I was like, "Danny said that this happened," and she's like, "Oh, if I knew that, she's like, we didn't have to watch it." And I was like, "No, it's fine," but but I also don't want to talk about it. Right? Um, it's it's like the best way to explain that movie, dude, is like you just you just feel so gross after watching yeah. it dude like you just feel like you you feel like you need a beer you feel like you need a cigarette you need to sit in silence shower. and you need a shower all at the same time like it's and the just, thing too ugh. like the acting wasn't even good but no, like it's not the aunt the aunt the aunt fulfilled her role fine but everybody else's acting was kind of kind of bad and the direction was like a goosebumps episode um the now I and I I was analyzing everything once I got a level head about it. The the art design was great. It looked like the fifties. It felt like the fifties. The costumes were excellent. It was all fifties cars. They killed that aspect. So that person hopefully is working in Hollywood. But like mm-hmm. every other aspect of that movie, direction, acting, content, story, fucking awful. And and I gotta say this, and then and then we can seriously move into the bulk of what you've got going on. But like, um. But the one of the things that bothers me, and this happened in a Romeo and Juliet movie that I had to uh, start, uh, that I had to watch in high school, where they cast somebody that is 18 or older, but they have them play somebody that is underage, and then and they look underage. And then you have to see that person naked or like simulating sexual activity or right. being sexually, mal- right. et cetera, et cetera. And that still makes me uncomfortable. It's like, because in, like, it's like in, uh, uh, not to cut you off, but it's like in, yeah. uh, the OA. I know you watched that. I watched it yeah. for anybody else that has like, 
like one of the opening scenes that they introduce you to these characters. They're like getting it doggy style and shit, and then like they come to you come to realize like later on in the episode that these are supposed to be high schoolers, and you're like, hold up, why is that okay? Like, why do you have this shit in the show? Like, come yeah. on, man. Yeah, I, that yeah. that shit makes me feel uncomfortable too. I, I don't I don't like when people do that shit. But you can like I told you, dude, it's not a good movie, and it's clearly like a C you know D list horror movie, like cheaply yeah. made. Like I told you, I don't know if you noticed it, but like at one part, I think they're at like a carnival or something. You can see the dude with the handheld camera, like in the reflection. Like it's <laughs> it's poorly shot. But oh, I didn't even notice that. I was too pissed off. At everything else. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm, I'm proud of you for making it through it though, dude. Not a lot of people can can bro make it. I mean, uh, even Phil, even big big Phil, freaking texted me after he listened to the podcast and was like, "You really should watch that movie. It's fucked up." Um, no, I see. I will the, never tell anybody you really should. But when people ask me like about a fucked up movie, I'm like, look, uh, if you really want to go there. I got this one, but just be warned. <laughs> like I'm not a horror yeah. guy, dude. So like, but I'll I'll pull it out if you really want to know about it. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um. But. And then, and if and if you guys want to feel better, Jonathan and Danny just went on for ten minutes about this shit that they told me not to watch. What you should watch, and Danny hasn't watched it yet. But what you should go watch if you want to watch an enjoyable horror movie, one of the better horror movies I think maybe I've ever seen. Um is uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe. you got to get it on demand right now. Uh, but it's Emile Hirsch, Brian Cox. Um, their, their acting chops combined make it worth watching alone. Um, but it's a it's a huge genre surprise. It's like you think it's one thing and then it's a totally different thing. And I love that kind of shit. Um, so the Autopsy of Jane Doe, watch that. Feel better about yourself. Um, <laughs> I'm going to check it out this weekend. I actually, and this is the first time I'm saying it on this podcast, first time I'm saying it to you. Uh, but I told myself going into this year that I was going to be open to more horror movies. That's one of my 2017 goals. So I'm going to watch more horror this year. I don't yeah. Know, I don't know why I want to do that. I just feel the need, maybe. <laughs> so uh, no, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. Do you have weekend. Do you have something on your list yet that you want to check out first? I mean, probably that. Uh, yeah. Go Go just, with Go with that. Just because that's um, like the most most recent. That's. I mean, it's a good. It's a good place to start. I mean, it's certainly better than uh, how we started our podcast with the first episode about Blair Witch, because fuck that movie. <laughs> right. That um, movie's terrible. <laughs> other than the witch looking cool, fuck that movie. Right. Um, but I, I, I was thinking, though, if, if somebody really wants to, like, read the book and let their imagination run wild, is there – do you know of a way that they could uh, – maybe they don't have the time to read the book, but that they could perhaps, like – get audio version of the girl next door or anything else that Jack Ketchum does. Well, John, let me say some shit. Oh, audible.com, my boy. Audible.com. Audible.com. That's your go-to source for anything books being read to Damn. you. If you can't read, that's cool. They got you covered. If you're too lazy to read, that's cool. They got you covered. If you're too busy reading books with pictures like me or John, they got you covered. They'll read, hey. they'll read to you, bro. I guarantee you they've got er, multiple things. Uh, Jack Ketchum, dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually so, look it up right now. But uh, We always do. We always like to do the research for you, ladies and gentlemen. We will tell you if they have the book or not. We're doing you a service. Boom. Oh, shit. 
typed in Jack Ketchum, what do you think the first book is that popped up? <laughs> was it a book called The Girl Next the Door? The Girl Next Door. I can't the make this up, door. man. Uh, so maybe you don't get that one read to you. Maybe you go to the second one, off season or the third read. Off season or the is box. awesome. Um, I'm sure John can attest to some of these, but regardless, get on audible.com and I'll do you one better. The guys here from the poll network, bring, we're bringing you the first month free. So if you go yes. to audibletrialcom slash the pull network, the first month's on us. Like you can't That's really that. unprecedented. You can't. We're giving you free shit. That is that is amazing. So maybe maybe actually maybe you don't want to watch the girl getting her vagina blowtorch. You'd rather listen hey, to it. Who would? There you go. <laughs> AudibleTrial.com slash the pull network. It's free. Hey, who doesn't want to listen to that for free? Probably nobody. But regardless, you can get any you can time find anything it. else you want to listen yeah. to for free. You don't need to feel restricted. Exactly. Any book, any book you can imagine, I guarantee you, it's on there. And you know, just check it Boom. out. Like I said, it's an Amazon company, reputable. First months on us. Um, I think you'll you'll love it. The acting's great too. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance to like listen. Like some of them are just narrated, but some of them are like acted out. Like it's it's amazing, dude. Like. And, and sometimes, <laughs> like I'm, I'm being genuine here. Like, the, and they get some big name actors to do some of these like narration and shit, dude. It's pretty, it's pretty tight. So, there you go from the man himself. There you go. All right, John. You know What's what up? Time it is. On to the news. I just want like I just want that on loop. Like, can we get a sound bite of that? Of me just making these random noises. Um, I got like, I got mad stuff. So obviously we're a little late this week, um, recording. So I thought maybe this would be a little catch up episode cause there was a ton of shit that came out this week. I feel like everybody was getting out of the holiday, uh, craze and they were like, all right, time to drop all the new shit all at once. Um, yeah. so we got, we got video game news. We got television movies. We got comics. We got some trailers to go over. Um, so I figured, I figured we start with the trailers get those knocked okay. out how do you feel about that you cool with that hey if they cool with it i'm cool with hey, it something tells me that they cool with yeah because it. it's our show and we do what we want so Boom. first trailer on the list logan they, they released a second trailer for it did you watch it who did i watch mm-hmm. it? what are your overall thoughts duh I said about four times watching that trailer, I was like, she kicks so much ass. It's very stabby like, stabby in that motherfucker, dude. Fuck. Like, that girl, X tw- X23, whoo, ladies and gentlemen. She ain't playing she no games, a- son. Fuck. I was like, <laughs> that little girl just killed them she motherfuckers. Like, she's mad for no reason. Like, dude was like, I'm going to need to take the girl. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm like, whoa. Dude. <laughs> and I didn't even watch the the red band trailer. Yeah, I watched the regular I, version. I was like, "This is red enough for me. I don't need the red band." Fuck. Uh, no, it's tight, there, did- dude. I, and honestly, I I'm gonna stick to what you said. Like ever since you said it, it's kind of been resonating with me, especially now seeing this trailer. They're after some like some serious consideration for some awards, dude. Like, yeah, this looks like a like if you took away the fact that they were superheroes, it looks like you're like. Your like uh, no country for old men style thriller where it's just like yeah. heavy ass like Texas ass looking shit. Just not, not playing like any games. Water. We're just killing everybody in our nah. way on our mission. Whatever the fuck that might be. Like it looks fucking serious. Did you see? Um, and I caught this like 
in a review afterwards. I'm not gonna act like I saw it the first take. <laughs> um, but uh, so like, uh, he Wolverine like picks up you know some comics and he's talking about X Men. He's like, you know, yep. some of this may have happened. Most of it probably didn't. It didn't happen like this. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. I thought it was interesting that up at the top where it would normally say Marvel Comics Group because it's supposed to be like an old, you know, an old school comic. Um, yeah. It, it didn't say that. It said X-Men Comic Group, um, which was interesting. Because, yeah. um, I mean, obviously, you know, Marvel doesn't have the rights. Like, Fox is making this movie. But you got Marvel, like, before the credits. So why wouldn't you just leave the comic as is? I don't, I don't know. Seemed yeah. uh, seemed kind of odd to me, but... Um, and then there was like, I mean, it's probably not their fault, but yeah, no, keep going. no, I'm sure it's not. But then there was also like a scene where like, and cause, cause remember we kind of, we kind of, you know, we're guessing that maybe we're like, where are the mutants at? Right. Like, are, did they die? What happened to them? And if you look at that, if you watch back at that uh, scene where he's flipping through the comic pages, there's like a, there's a spread where it looks like there's a funeral and there's a bunch of X-Men in uh, like suits and shit, as if somebody died. Yeah. So that's kind of well. I that was interesting. Might be a little foreshadowing. We'll see. It, did you were you referring to a second ago, or did you miss there? There's a shot in the trailer that someone wrote on the wall. Where have all the mutants gone? Uh, no, actually, I don't know that I caught that. Yeah, it's it's like scribbled on a wall or some shit somewhere, or it's a mm. piece of promo art. But either way, oh no, I think that was something. in the first trailer, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and so like they're definitely. For the most part, gone. Yeah. Um. They um. And then you have they put out like a synopsis and stuff where um, I it's so I guess now it's supposed to be put in like 2029. So it's after like the end credit scene of Days of Future Past, from what I understand. It sounds to me like they're maybe trying to form a timeline here, but I don't know that this really has shit to do with any of the other X Men movies. But yeah, like I we mean, more than anything. Yeah, more than anything, it'll have a connection to the Wolverine and I'm sure that's about it. Right. Regardless, it looks fucking tight. Uh next one uh, that they dropped was Power Rangers, dude. Ah, uh, this one might have changed my opinion on the movie. Uh I don't know cuz like the first trailer kind of got me hyped a little bit and then this one like they gave me what I wanted. I got to I got to hear Brian Cranston a little bit, but like I don't uh, it just felt kind of like teeny to me. Does, like, you know, kind of it had like a kind of teenager summer movie to it vibe. And I get that that's kind of what the Power Rangers are, but the first trailer se- made it seem a little bit more serious. I I don't know. What were your thoughts on it? Um, I'm still excited to see this, man. I the you know, there's a couple things I don't like and they're mostly just visual things. Like I don't like that Brian Crant that Zordon looks like a more like a piece of tech and less like something that's mystical. It looked exactly um, like him. Like there was no, it, it didn't. Well, that doesn't even bother me. But no, I don't know. It's just that he looks like a bunch of like electronic cubes on a wall, right? That are animated rather than like a guy whose body is laying inside of a tube, right? And there's like crystals projecting his likeness because he's mystical. Like it just looked like he was a machine instead. Um, we saw Alpha I Five. I thought Alpha Five was tight. I'm fine with that. Um, yeah, Goldar he better than that. Still, he looked better than that still. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, Goldar looks like a, just a giant melted piece of gold, 
that was cast <laughs> to look like a monster. Like Goldar, Goldar was like part like wolf dog looking shit, and this he doesn't look like that at all. Right. And I'm hoping that that's just because Rita, that's what happens to him when Rita makes him giant. But like the wolf portion of him was always the scariest part to me as a kid. So I don't know why they would fuck that up. Um, I, and then, oh, go ahead, comment. Oh, uh, sorry, I was just gonna say, um, it's not necessarily to do with him, but I thought that like the one thing that that while you're on the topic of things you weren't crazy about was like what was the deal with when they fell into the whatever that liquid is and there's like there's like the colors coming off of them for each ranger and i'm like yeah don't make this another fucking like suicide suicide squad thing where that's like the shirt color they were wearing like come like come on dude like that can't like that can't be it right like i mean i mean I don't know what their Suicide Squad reference is well, in no, this scenario. Like, so in Suicide Squad where uh, Harley falls in the acid, Joker swan dives off of her, he's wearing a purple shirt, oh. she's wearing like a green shirt, that's why her hair is purple and green or whatever. Oh, uh, um, I think, and I mean, then like, I don't... And I'm like, but, and and that's fine, like, I, that's that's cool, you did it, whatever. I don't really have a problem with that so much, but like, what's the odds that these five kids or six kids i don't know how many fucking power rangers are like they fall in this batch or whatever the hell it is in this cave and they're all happening happen to wear like different color shirts on the same day like that just doesn't happen no, dude that's no that's what i you're i think you're first of all it's water that they fell in he mentions that um okay fair enough and then the only reason they're glowing that color is because the stone that they each respectively picked up was the color of what their their alien outfit was going to be. It wasn't like the clothes they were wearing leaked color. It was the color of their stone. Well, I got that they were going to turn into that ranger, but I didn't was there a part where they picked up the stone that was that color? Like did they show us that? And I just missed it. Yeah, before it that, he's like he's pulling the rock he pulls the rock out of the mm. out of the side of the cliff and Jason's is like red. Um and mm. he's like, Oh, we found something. See, that was unclear um, to me. Like I didn't I didn't get that that's why they all had different colors. I mean, and obviously it's just a trailer, like I'm sure they'll explain yeah. in the movie, but to me I was just like what why sparked the f- them f- like why the fuck are these kids like different colors? And he even said that he's like, Oh, look at the colors on us and I'm like, Yeah, it looks yeah. dumb. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, he that's that's that was all part of the same event cuz whatever's causing the mountain or whatever it is to to fall to pieces, um that's when they find those the special rocks instead of a morphin like belt buckle, it's a stone this time. Okay. And they each they grab a stone and after they grab the stone, the ground opened up and they all fell through the ground into that cavern. Mm. Um and then I assume they probably swim through that cavern to wherever Zordon and Alpha Five are located, and, and so on and so forth. Ranger um, up, yeah. And and it's weird because they have to say it because people will be mad if they don't. But it seemed weird hearing in a non cheesy environment the phrase "it's morphin time." Yeah, <laughs> like be- because they they were doing it in a more serious context. I was like, that sounds kind of weird. Um, and then the putties can't even be called putties anymore. They're like boulders. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that too. They look kind of fucking a little weird. And, and, and one of the things with the old putties was couldn't some of them like 
turn into or replicate like a different villain. I have to watch some old Power Rangers, uh, but I feel you're like the wrong guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next I mean, piece of news. <laughs> I mean, they just they don't look the best to me. That's what I took away from it. Hey, I mean, I'm gonna go see it. It just kind of looks kind of like I was like, oh, they're out for a Teen Choice Award with this movie. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever, dude. That's fine. Uh, hey, at least we're getting it. We live in that world where we're where they're you know willing to put their necks out and make it. So, yeah. Um, next thing I saw uh, was a John Wick trailer. So I know you're pretty stoked on this movie. I have no feelings about it because I still haven't seen the first one, and I know you're about to give me shit on that. But I'll see it before this second one comes out, maybe, or I won't. Uh, I mean, second one. It looks it looks tight. I mean, yeah. pretty simple. It looks tight. You had expressed that on the. I don't know the first thing about this series. I mean, was there anything that stood out that was new from the first one, other than he's just shooting everybody? Like <laughs> he was the he was the Logan of his universe, dude, just killing um, everybody. No, I I think this is one of those franchises um, where they legitimately were just like, you know what? The first one was a surprise hit. Let's make another semi-mindless movie of this guy kicking ass because we can. Um, and sometimes that's okay. You know, with yeah. a formula like Taken, it got old. Right. Um, and one of the things I respect about uh, John Wick, though, is that Keanu Reeves can do all of that shit in real life. And when I, when I say all of it, I mean, like, he can do all the stuff with the guns, all of the martial arts. Like, Taken, Liam Neeson can't do a third of that stuff. Like, <laughs> give me a break, dog. Hey, let me let me, um, uh, let me me ask you a question, uh, and this is this is random. Do you think I sound like Keanu Reeves? I've been told in the past that I sound like Keanu Reeves. Kind of bugs me a little bit because he's not my favorite actor at all. I don't know. I'd have to hear you guys <laughs> side by side. You're asking me at a time where I – I can't remember what his voice sounds like off the top of my head. All right, fair enough. You, Just you <laughs> don't sound like Bill and Ted Keanu Reeves, so that's a plus. Okay, all right, good enough. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, so. Oh, real quick, real quick. Yeah, did yeah. you read Justice League Power Rangers? I did not. Oh, okay. Did you? Slacking. That's was all it, I wanted to say. Was it good? It's pretty cool. Yeah? All right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Maybe I'll check it out. Is it? Uh, is the run over already? No, it just started okay. last week. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right, yeah, maybe I'll I'll have to pick it up. Um, and we we got some comic news, but I'll get to that here in a second. Um, but the last, well, I got two more things, two more trailers that I saw. So they released a uh, a trailer for the show Powerless. Are you familiar with this title at all? Yeah, I'm familiar with the title. So uh, for those of you unaware, Powerless, it's basically it's about like. I don't. I didn't read the title. I'm just kind of giving a brief synopsis here, but uh, basically, it's about you know. So all these superheroes, right? It's set in the DC universe. All these superheroes, they cause all this mass destruction. Well, who cleans all that up, right? And so basically, it's based on an agency that does that. From what I understand, they go and they clean up all the wreckage and the cars and the you know kryptonite rocks laying in the street and shit like that. So it they turn it in and it's not meant to be like a serious thing. It's kind of like a you know a, a satire, obviously on itself, making fun of itself. Um, and it was a comic series, but they adapted it for NBC. So it's uh, they released a trailer. I mean, it looks it looks like an NBC you know comedy. I mean, it's not it's not like my favorite type of television, but 
Yeah, I mean, it looks solid. There were some some jokes in there that I kind of chuckled at, and I can appreciate the fact that they, I mean, they mentioned Bruce Wayne by name multiple times in the trailer, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of cool that it exists in the same universe, but um, and they didn't give it the same slot of death. It's not on Fridays like Constantine, so maybe it has a yeah. chance to live. It's going to be on Thursdays. Um, so, and it has, it has Vanessa Hudgens in it. That's right. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. uh, I didn't. I didn't watch the trailer, so I'm gonna be honest. Um, the last bit of thing that I saw, um, and I this was extremely ironic that it came out today. So, uh, I'll timestamp this like I typically always have a tendency to do. But um, today's Friday, the twentieth. Uh, for many of you, it's a day that you're happy. Uh, for many of you, it's a day that you're uh, not so stoked on the next four years. Um, being that we have a new president as of today. Well, Netflix yeah. decided they were going to use this day of all days. What do you know? Um, and isn't it ironic? Yeah, I did that. Uh, <laughs> so they put out a teaser. <laughs> they put out a teaser for House of Cards um, with an official date. Because we had already had one, but now they put out an official date. comes out May 30th. My birthday, John. What up? Um, oh snap! Also Memorial Day weekend, which I think is also slightly ironic. Um, but basically, the uh, did you see the t- teaser at all? No, nah, because I don't want anything spoiled for me. Well, it doesn't spoil anything at all, but it's just like some imagery. It's like thirty seconds long, and you see a flag billowing, and it's these kids, and they're uh, you hear these kids' voices, I should say, and they're saying the Pledge of Allegiance. And as the fla- as the uh, camera pans out. The flag is upside down and it's billowing over the the White House, and then it just says five thirty seventeen season five. Like, <laughs> interesting. I was like, oh shit, Netflix got balls. They don't even care. Uh, interesting. <laughs> pretty tight. I mean, good marketing, dude. They got my attention. I'm sure they got the internet's attention. So, yeah, um, you know, I like it. I like it. Regardless of your political stance, it's good marketing. So, all right. Um, couple things. What do you um. We Do you have any music news? Are you talking music news at all? I don't have any unless you got some. There uh, was a couple, I just wanted to bring there was a couple up then, albums that came out today, though. Uh, yeah, John Mayer dropped the first part of his new album that he's going to be releasing every month. Wave one, um, right? Yeah. I, um, I haven't listened good. to it. Is it good? Bro, I mean, I know you're a huge John Mayer fan, so, like, I uh, honest with you, like, it, it's in – he's still keeping that same uh, tone from the last two albums. Um it seems like he's just matured into that sound now, and that's who John Mayer is. Right, um, right. And I'm okay with that because those are, like, two of my favorite albums. Well, um, like, the last two albums, you could tell he was trying to feel his new voice because he had, like, multiple surgeries on his throat and shit. And, like, that's why his his range completely changed. If you go back and listen to his original stuff, that's why he doesn't play a lot of his original stuff anymore. Uh, I mean, I feel like he – and he went through, like, depression and shit because of it. I mean, I feel like you're probably right. I'm sure, you know, he's – finally starting to you know feel his ground where he's at now his vocal range i heard yeah. like the first single he came out with it like like a couple months ago and it sounded dope i really like it nice i'm gonna check it out there was yeah. another album that dropped today i don't know if you um i think i've shown you this band but uh they're called waster wst yeah i didn't know they came out with a new cd either. yeah they, they came out their debut like full length today and it's pretty solid um you can tell it's got a 
heavy Blink-182 influence, which I'm okay with. Um, but they've... Like which which era of Blink-182? Uh, like later. I'd say like from like self-titled on. Um, oh, okay. But I'm okay with that. Like, and because they've worked with Mark Hoppus a little bit on this album, from what I understand. Don't quote me on that. Oh. James told me that, so I'm gonna put his name on it. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's got that sound to it, and so um, I feel like they're gonna start to really get big. I mean, and I'm happy. I, I mean, I found this band before they even released their first EP, so it's always cool to see bands grow. But um, so yeah. So next bit of news. Let's let's touch on some comic news while we're while we're just here is not a whole lot of it but um did you see that uh there's going to be a batman flash crossover so two issues that's gonna finally reveal or touch on more of the watchman mystery from the rebirth um yes you've sounded very sure of that answer I I did. I we've actually I thought you and I have talked about it. I thought you texted me about it like 2 weeks ago or something. The uh yeah, so it's going to come out in Batman um 21, Flash 22. Um little cro- I I'm dude, I'm super excited for that, man. Like it's about time cuz I mean Rebirth has come out almost a year ago now, right? And now we're going to finally start to see what the hell is going on. So um Six months, or oh, a little over six months. They're on issue 15. Nah, dog, because ba- if it's coming out on Batman 21, and they release two of those a month, uh, that puts it almost at two at a year. 24. Batman year, 21 right? is coming? I thought I just read Batman 15. Well, yeah, it, the the crossover is going to be 21. By the time this happens, it'll be, um, be By the almost time it happens, right, yeah, right, right, right. it'll be All almost right, sorry, a year. Should have clarified. Should have clarified. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's cool. They're finally getting around to it, but... Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they do with it. So, and I'm stoked because I've been reading both these titles since the beginning. So, finally played off. Bet on the right horse. Um, boom. Been waiting for it too. Two small things in comic news is, um, they Marvel changed how they do their digital comics. So, like it used to be, if it used to be that you bought a Marvel book, and you would get the free digital version of it, which I. I love, dude. Like, I don't read a lot of Marvel titles, but the thing that I like about it is I can purchase the book and I can read it on my iPad at night while Ashley's trying to sleep. Like, I don't need a light on next to the bed in order to read comics. So, you know, I I look forward to that. And now what they're doing is they're going to change which books each month you get a digital comic on. It's not going to be all of them. But their price point isn't changing. Like... Marvel's notoriously known for having books that are a dollar more than most other publishers on the market, and yet they're still yeah. going to charge you more, and you're getting less. Like, ah, oh, dude, that's going to piss yeah. off a lot of people. Like, I know it doesn't sit well with me. There was like a petition mm-hmm. online to bring it back and shit. Um, well, I mean, that. I mean, I only read. I think, I only read Black Panther, um, as far as Marvel goes. Um, so, so for me, I could see how that'd be annoying to those hardcore um, Marvel people out there, especially because like even a lot of Image titles now are two ninety nine. Right. Yeah. That's like, and like Descender. That's two ninety nine. I'm not thinking a lot, but and I think a lot of Marvel books. And don't quote me on this; it could be wrong. Like I said, I don't read a lot of them, but I think most of them are either three ninety nine or four ninety nine. Like yeah, they. 
there there are some series that week after week are four ninety nine, mm-hmm. and that's kind of whack to me to like every week, if, especially if it's not a super sized issue. Like like with All Star Batman, those are a little longer than your typical Batman, and so like and and it's a better quality. The materials they even make it with are a better quality um, well, than a typical you, release. It's funny you brought up All Star or DC because. Ironically, that's apparently my word for this episode. <laughs> Boom. We're going to make that the ironic? theme song. Uh, so a DC responded um, like a week, uh, I think it was earlier this week or maybe last week. And because DC has never offered free digital comics with their books. And now they said that all of their books with the, well, not all of them, but their books that are not twice a month. So not like, uh, you know, you're standing Batman or your Flash or the ones yeah. that were relaunched initially with Rebirth, but the the solo monthly ones, All-Star being included in that, are going to now come with a free digital comic, which is cool. Oh, nice. However, but here's a kicker. Yeah. They're going to charge you, you an extra buck for it. Yeah, except for All-Star, which is already four ninety nine. Right. But it's on that nicer, like, material and shit. Like, I feel yeah, like that should be a four ninety nine book. And like you said, it's yeah. longer. Like, you know, I get that. So, but I think... I think that's that's kind of smart on their part. Like, all right, if you're not going to give the people what they want, we'll give it to them, and we'll give it to them at the same price that you were giving it to them for. So, yeah, it's know? a it's a funny it's a funny thing. It's just like it's like who knows who between the two places that DC was like, you know what, we're gonna uh, we're gonna go ahead and meet your your down downward. Uh, <laughs> spiral is a bad word. And, it's not like Marvel's going under. Right? Yeah, no, definitely not. Uh, but but and it also it's smart on their part because they weren't like, hey, let's force all of our books to get digital comics because they know if we have books that are coming out twice a month, we don't want to charge people two extra bucks a month per title. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think that was smart that they left it off those books. But what the hell do I know, dude? I'm just a dude with the podcast, so. I mean, I'm just, I don't remember what else is once a month that they do. Um, um, well, some of the newer Rebirth titles, Trinity um, is once a Trinity month. Trinity is is going to get the digital versions. Um, I'd have to look it up. I don't remember, but yeah, there there's there's a few. I mean, they're not starting off with a ton of them, but there are a few. So yeah, while we're talking about comic books, um, uh, I'm looking forward to, and I I haven't been super keen on like. Uh, teams in comic books. It's just not like I like the movies, but I don't like reading like Avengers or Justice League. Mm-hmm. Um, I I collected Justice League United because the heroes were so different. So that's the same reason why when Justice League America relaunches, I'm gonna pick that up because it's like the more obscure like uh, Legends of Tomorrow type heroes, and then Lobos looks like he's gonna be one of the members of the Justice League, and that's fucking tight. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to pick up justice league of America and at least see how it goes for a while. Yeah. I, I, I've never read a lot of uh, JLA, but I've, I've heard some great things about like older JLA runs and, um, I think, and don't, again, don't quote me on this, but I think Grant Morrison is notorious, notoriously known for having like a great JLA run, but I'm not a hundred percent on that. So, Oh, I didn't even know he did JLA at any point. I want to say so. Um, I could be wrong, but I think he's he's known for having one of the best JLA. Yeah, here it is, and I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, I want to say it was Rock of Ages. It was. Oh title. yeah, I've heard that alluded to a lot. Um, I might be tripping though. I don't really know, but 
but yeah, I mean, anyways, yeah, I, I've I, I've heard you know some great things about JLA. I'd like to get into it too. It's a good call. Word. So, getting into some movie television news. I don't know if you saw, but um, Tyler Perry, lead writer on the Static series. Did you catch that? I'm already I'm already concerned about whatever the hell this is. <laughs> I I don't get it, man. Why? Why? Bro, bro, he's not even good for the culture that he's trying to like build. <laughs> I, I can't I will go in on Tyler Perry all day, bro. And like and that's not to say if I land a role on one of his shows, I'm going to turn it down or shit talk or whatever, but just like <laughs> it's it's a bunch of stereotypes, but go what's static about? I I don't want to fucking beat him down before I even uh know what it is. Don't quote me on this, but I believe, uh, I think it's, I think it's, that's the name of a character, no? Oh, hold up. Are you talking about, you talking about Static X? Not Static X, the band, that is dumb. <laughs> static, Static, the, uh, the kid, like the cartoon from back in the day. Yeah, yeah, Did yeah. Did you watch that? A static. Oh, sh- see, that's a. Not Static Shock. Static Shock or whatever. Not Static yeah. Shock, No. Okay, you have me. Co- There's see, a character now I'm okay in the DC universe called Static, bro. Okay, that okay. So that's that makes me feel better because he's got the money to make a project like that work. Um, because I thought that that was a cool character. So I'm okay. I could support it, I guess. Really? Okay. Or or at least or at least uh, see how it goes before passing any judgment. <laughs> I'm passing judgment. I'm not gonna lie. It's gonna be terrible, dude. <laughs> Wait, was there a trailer? Is that no, it's saying? not a trailer. It just announced that he's gonna be like the, uh, like helming the 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 ship, if you will, uh, riding it and whatnot. I think that's for potentially. I don't know that they even confirmed it, but for the oh. for I mean they they're definitely making a show, and as of right now, he's your lead writer. So for what network? Um, NBC maybe. Um, interesting yeah not sure on that but um yeah dude that's just so it's just so weird to me like why is that the dude that you go after right but yeah um i guess maybe because the maybe because static and i'm not trying to typecast but let's look at the movies he's made but static is a black character and so they were like yeah who's the most famous black you know writer out there oh tyler perry yeah bring him on like i mean i don't know whatever dude um <laughs> so I don't know how Hollywood works. I live in Jacksonville. So uh Defenders, they released some Defenders images like early this week or late last week. Did you see those? I did see that. Kinda cool. It's a weird vibe they're giving that show, no? Like it's kinda like Yeah, it looks more upbeat than the rest of the individual series. Yeah, definitely. They had like you know, like written out, what do they call it? Like personification, like written out sound effects and shit next to them, like like yeah. real old school, like. I mean, but it's Entertainment Weekly, isn't it, or whatever? Yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, what's makes, the I deal mean, with like EW getting like all the early releases? Is that like the go-to place now for like still images early? I mean, it's just a weekly publication, so it's the easiest way to get something seen right away versus like a monthly magazine. All right. Hmm. Fair enough. All right, I'll buy it. I believe you. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So they announced um, Miles Morales is going to be in the Spider-Man Homecoming movie. Did you see that? 
Oh, I did not. Yeah, I found that pretty interesting. Now, here's a, here's something that I found a little bit more interesting. So, I remember a while back, it was, you know, s- supposedly that Donald Glover was going to be in Spider-Man. Yeah. When you go to IMDb and you look up Spider-Man Homecoming, he still doesn't have a credit as to what mo- what he's going to be playing. Now, obviously, I think Donald Glover's a little bit old to be playing a young Miles Morales, yeah. but... I mean, if he's not Miles Morales, who else could he really be, right? Um, well, in the trailer, he's standing there with Shocker or whatever. Is he? Yeah, they show they show Shock. Is his name Shocker? I forget. Um, you know who I'm talking about, though. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. He's standing. Yeah, I believe it's he's Shocker. standing there. So if you've seen the set photos, we're gonna call him Shocker. All the real comic <laughs> nerds, because like I said, I don't read Marvel. Um, but all of the in in the behind the scenes photos of shocker on set with the yellow mask you see his outfit as well so in the trailer there's a clip where it's like him and a dude uh that appears to be wearing the outfit of shocker minus the uh mask and he has the electric electricity gun or whatever and donald is standing behind his shoulder so i don't know why miles morales would be chilling with that dude um if he if people still believe he's going to be miles morales um Mm. But knowing how passionate he is about being Miles Morales and having played Miles Morales in the one of the cartoons, um, it would seem weird to me that he would know Miles is going to be in the movie and then be totally cool with not being Miles. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a, that was a mouthful, but no, I didn't think about that. That's a solid point, though. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know who he could be. But uh, I find it interesting at all that they're even putting Miles Morales in because, like, when they announced Spider-Man Homecoming, like, let's be honest, that was an opportunity for Marvel to get in front of in front of it and put, you know, a, a character of color as a main, you know, focal point in a solo movie, and they didn't do it. They dropped the ball. I mean, at the time, Peter Parker didn't even have, from what I understand, this was a while back, but Peter Parker didn't even have his own ongoing Spider-Man title. Miles Morales did. And yet you still yeah. cast a Peter Parker, just an average white kid. You know what I mean? And that's totally cool. Like, you know, I'm I'm down for it. But, you know, there's a market. There is some money to be made there that you left on the table. And so now you're like, oh, well, hey, look, we'll put him in there. Uh, so just to give you kind of what you want. But just know he's not going to play Spider-Man for a while because now we got this new kid. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but regardless, it's kind of cool. So um, the... And and we touched on this a little bit earlier, but I was actually just cruising on Facebook and I saw this, so I just want to bring it up real quick. The Donald Trump inauguration. Did you see that he quoted? I don't know if he did it on purpose, but he quoted Bane from Dark Knight in his acceptance. Dude, that video, that video is hilarious. <laughs> like it's like word for like, word, dude. And the thing is, is I want to believe that he quoted Bane because that would just be too classic, or that someone trolled him. But like what Bane says is really a pretty broad statement. Um, that could be said by any politician to incite an applause. Um, so I doubt that anyone watched Dark Knight Rises and was like, ah, we have to quote Bane. Um, I mean, but e- kinda, either way, the side by side is pretty funny. Kind of funny and kind of ironic, would you say? Maybe. Dear God. <laughs> Dear God. Somebody How get this guy times? in Atlanta for a set album going. and tell him to go home. <laughs> uh, so they announced Peter Dinklage in Infinity War earlier in the week um that's tight 
I'll leave it at that. However, uh, I don't know if you saw this. This came out today. He was seen. There's like some photos of him on the internet, on the interwebs, uh, where he went into a salon and got his hair like super bright red. Um, so that, of course, the internet went crazy trying to determine who the hell this dude's going to be in Infinity War. Um, apparently, and this is a character unfamiliar to me because, again, we're not the biggest Marvel people. Um, yeah. But apparently he's going to be Pip. Well, rumor is he'll be Pip the Troll, um, who's got some what ties. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't uh, And I obviously Pip the Troll, you would think, all right, he's short. P- Peter Dinklage is short. Um, but he's got some ties to Thanos um, and he's got bright-ass red hair. So, I mean – Whatever. I just I'm I'm excited that he's even gonna be in these movies, dude. Because right there, right like that, for example, just goes to show how much more seriously that people are taking these movies. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we got a big name actor in the highest grossing television show. You know, on, like I don't might maybe in general I don't know, but on television right now we got him in our movies. So what does that you know what yeah. does that say about what we're doing here? Like we're trying to make yeah. a serious ass movie. So. Dude, speaking of uh, speaking of Game of Thrones, people, um, did you see? Um, have you seen that Carhartt, the like clothing company, uh, Jason Momoa retrospective? No, I've never heard of that. All right, so I'm gonna tag you in this shit or send it to you or something when we get done recording. Um, you're gonna text me back. It's like eight minutes long. You're gonna text me back and be like, "Bro, I'm." I'm a huge Jason Momoa fan now. <laughs> if you if you weren't already, like if you already for some reason were like fuck Jason Momoa, no, he's tight. Uh, he's tight. But um, this has inspired me all week. I've been riding the hype that I got from just this commercial about pants. But like it's that deep. <laughs> it's that deep. So for those of you out there that don't have me to send you a link to this video, look up Carhartt C A R H A R T T and Jason Momoa and. Uh, Good stuff. Really touching. Uh, you'll want to show everybody in your life. But anyway, okay. I just wanted to all right. I needed to connect that because I've been on that thing all week. So all right. uh, anyway, moving forward. I like it. Um, some more casting rumors. Um, so and this this kind this I, I, I don't believe this shit. All right. I'm just going to come out and say it before I even get to this. There's been some Green Lantern rumors for Hal Jordan in the upcoming Green Lantern Corpse movie. Uh-huh. So. Apparently, and this is according to ScreenRant.com, so don't look at me like I'm the fucking idiot, all right? If anybody's the idiot, it's somebody over there or whoever got this information, all right? Uh, not to badmouth them. They're typically pretty solid. But So there's been a short list for people to play Hal Jordan, all right? Tom Cruise. Joel. Hold on. I, I can't read my own handwriting here. Joel. Tom Cruise? What the yeah, fuck? yeah. No, it gets worse. Uh, Tom Cruise, Joel McHale, Bradley Cooper, Army Hammer, Jake Gyllenhaal, last but certainly not least, Ryan Reynolds. They still put Ryan on there? That's fucking hilarious. How the fuck, um, how the fuck is Ryan Reynolds going to play <laughs> Al Jordan and Deadpool? Explain that to me. That's fucking hilarious. That would be epic, but, um, you know... The Joel McHale's kind of weird. Well, That's he's a been, weird choice. Apparently, he's been looked at for some roles in uh, in the Batman vs Superman movie, or no, in Suicide Squad, maybe one of the two. Uh, um, and he was um, passed over, so there's talk that he might come back. 
Um, I don't see him as a superhero anyway, but um, Bradley Cooper, Army Hammer, I'm cool with. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal, I mean, Bra- Tom Cruise, dude. Tom Cruise, what? Bradley, yeah, Tom Cruise is old. Bradley's getting to the age where he's a little too old. Um, Army Hammer is still fine. Jake Gyllenhaal could still look fine. I mean, but think um, about it in this sense, though. If Batman is old, right, and I don't know what the timeline on, uh, you know, this corpse movie is, but maybe it's a potentially old Hal Jordan. Yeah, and, and that's cool, too. I mean, uh, my thing is, though, if this is my this is kind of my trouble with Justice League right now is they're starting the Justice League without a pretty far pretty far into Bruce's life and career as Batman. Um, so the longevity of him being Batman and the Justice League universe comes into question, especially then if you're like, all right, we also have old Hal Jordan. Um, <laughs> and now you have to justify um, Hal Jordan already being older, um, right. possibly too old to be a fighter pilot in the military i mean he's like, not necessarily the one in the justice like who who's to say like it, it might not be like how jordan could be another green lantern i'd rather see john stewart anyway right. but i mean we'll see i, I just like who how do they get this shit dude <laughs> uh staying on dc black adam is getting a solo movie ahead of the shazam movie so the yeah. rock's been like over the last week, The Rock has been blowing up social media about how on board he is with DC and the direction it's going. I'm like, well, at least there's one person. And uh, he's like, you know, he had this meeting with Jeff Johns and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, next thing you know, what comes out of it, The Rock's got his own solo movie, which I think yeah. that was ultimately what he signed on for. I'm um, excited. I mean, that's cool, though. Like, no matter it, whether you like The Rock's acting or not, he definitely brings an upbeat, fun tone to whatever the hell he's in, yeah, right? Certainly. I mean, everybody can agree that. So maybe that's what this universe needs, right? Um, so I'm on board with it. I think it's kind of cool. Um, but I, I find it interesting that it'll come ahead of Shazam. But uh, And I didn't know this. And, and speaking of Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, did you know they're making a Division movie? Did we talk about this? I don't know if we talked about it, but I saw that too, and the cast is really good, which is what's blowing my mind. All right, so The Division, um, which is a Tom Clancy RPG game, and we all know how good video game movies are. Um, <laughs> so they're, they're making a movie. Apparently, they've been at it for a while now. Jake Gyllenhaal's tied to it, and they got a director and a, and a writer. Um, Steven, correct me here, Gaghan? Gaghan? It's probably uh, Ganyan. He he directed the movie Gold with um, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Which isn't getting good reviews, by the way. Mm. All right. Well, maybe he didn't do that. Uh, he wrote uh, Call of Duty Ghost, so he's got some video game ties. And he also directed and wrote um, Syriana, which that movie was pretty solid. Oh, right? damn. Yeah. Um, that movie won some awards, I think, right? I think so. Or it was nominated anyway. So, I mean... That's interesting. I mean, I didn't even know they were making this movie, let alone Gyllenhaal's attached to it. And then you got a guy that's, you know, dabbled in video games and he's, you know, put out some solid movies. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what comes of that. Um, So keep an eye on that. Uh, Neil Gaiman is writing a adaptation of his book, Good Omens for Amazon. 
Yes, which he co-wrote with Terry Pratchett. Did you did you read it? Um, I've read like some it, of it. I own it. Yeah. Yeah. Is it pretty good? I don't know it's, the first thing about it. It's pretty cool. It's right up Neil Gaiman's alley. I mean, it's a it's a book about the apocalypse um, from a comedic standpoint and from the okay. view of the gods, I believe. Um, so I need I need to re read that. It's not a very long read either. I I might go ahead and pop. I might kick that out in a in a week or so. I might read that. I need to get well, back you on got, that. You got some time. He's supposed to be coming out 2018, six episodes on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, he's both the lead showrunner, showrunner, and he helped write all six episodes. Um, and I'll go back. I said this on an earlier episode, man. I'm all about it. If you're going to adapt something, bring in the guy that did it. Bring in the guy that created it. Just like they're doing with Why the Last Man, they're doing it here. I mean, don't don't do it unless you're going to do it right. And yeah. who knows better than the person whose baby it is, you know? That's what they so, did with a series of unfortunate events. Uh, which is my next topic. Dude. What is it that that you somehow always beat me to the next, like, the next punch, man? Am I beating yeah. you or am I just aware of what you're thinking and giving you free segues? This got real weird. Um, so, <laughs> on series of unfortunate events, uh, top Luke Cage as far as three-day viewership so netflix is notoriously notoriously known for like not releasing their numbers and like how well they're doing and whatnot i mean obviously they're like taking over the world we all see that um but so apparently it it, pa- it surpassed luke cage in three days and i don't know if you remember when but when luke cage came out and i remember this vividly because i was pissed as fuck uh netflix like broke down for a couple yeah. hours because so it had so much traffic well it surpassed that and it's like fourth all time i think it's behind like uh, Orange and New Black, and like some other shit. I don't know. Um, but I find that pretty interesting. I know you watched. Did you ever finish it? Yeah, I finished that shit. I um, I'm I'm like halfway through. I'm I'm watching like four different things right now. Um, did you like the whole the thing as a whole? I mean, yeah. So so uh, we don't need to do a lengthy review even after you finish it. Uh, it's a shorter season. It's eight episodes. Um, and it follows the first four books of the series. So two episodes per book. Um, the first two or three episodes, um, cause you had commented after you watched the first two that you weren't sure how you felt about it. I'll say this. I, I felt a similar way to you. I didn't dislike it, but because that those were the stories for those first two or three episodes that they used for the movie with Jim Carrey, it was just right. way too familiar was my issue with it. Um, but, uh, otherwise after that, it was brand new stuff for me and I really enjoyed it. The kids were great actors. Uh, you know, the, uh, the performance by Neil Patrick Harris's count Olaf was good. It was basically a replica of Jim Carrey, but that leads me to believe that, uh, what's the guy, I forget the guy who is Lemony Snicket, the real, the real life author. I forget his real life name, but that leads me to believe that because of his involvement with the show that he probably, um, said, yo, this is how I want you to play the character and Neil Patrick. Hold Harris. on, hold on, hold on. Let me get this straight. The dude that plays Lemony Snicket in the show wrote the books. No, 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 no. The, the real life Lemony Snicket, his name isn't Lemony Snicket. Oh, his, his name is me. like, <laughs> his name is like Charles Handler or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, All right. I got you. I was like, hold on. That dude's like a big actor. Like I realized he wrote that. Yeah, shit. no. Yeah. Not the guy that comes on screen. And he's like, what you're about to see is <laughs> right. a really sad story. Go ahead like and that, change dude. the like, channel he... now. Yeah. <laughs> And and I and I agree with you because I did 
you know, I watched a few more. I think I'm on, I think I'm about to start episode five. So yeah, I'm like right at halfway. And, um, it definitely has a different feel for me, at least after episode two, I don't know what it is. Um, there's a pretty maybe dark right. maybe it's turn. Maybe because I dude. just didn't really know much about it. But when, when you get to episode, uh, I think the beginning of episode seven, there was a dark twist that I was like, "Oh, that's fucking shitty." He's um, <laughs> so, like, "Damn, they warned me, but I wasn't ready." Yeah, yeah. He came on screen and was like, "What you're about to experience is extremely <laughs> tragic." And then, like, they show you, and I was like, "Oh, damn, that sucks." <laughs> oh, that's awesome yeah i'm gonna finish it um i'm watching a couple different things right now but i like it i mean it's it's cool and it's the the biggest thing that stands out to you when you first i mean right from the get-go is just the style of this show it's like nothing i'd ever really seen before it's super stylistic yeah. and it's like and it's it's just its own thing it um, looks expensive but i guess it's not as expensive as like the get down but it looks it does. expensive. it does it um it's what, like whatever. Tim Burton-y. You can't tell me they ain't got the money, dude. Like, And it's yeah. the fourth highest grossing show you've ever put out. Out of all the major titles, Like, you you, you bringing in some cash. Stop lying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, last bit of television movie news I got before we move on. Del Toro promises to explore Hellboy 3. So Based he's... on a Twitter poll that I invested time in. Oh, look at you. Look hey, at you. Hey, I want you. that Hellboy 3, bro. <laughs> yeah, so he put out a poll um, for those of you that didn't participate. I didn't participate. I didn't know shit about it. Um, he put out a poll that said, um, you know, how – it said something like, do you want to see Hellboy 3 or whatever? And then yes he said, or hell if I yes. Get, it, he said, if I get 100,000 votes, I will sit down with, um, you know, Perlman and whoever. I think uh, I think he said Perlman. Yeah, it was Perlman and Mike Bignola. Yeah, and he was said, "Well, we'll seriously talk about it." And I mean, of course, he got a hundred thousand votes. He like the screenshot I saw was like a hundred forty thousand or some shit like yeah. that. So in like three hours, he got all the votes. Right. Yeah. Like, like, come on, dude. Like, you hadn't already talked to them. Like, let's yeah. be honest. But, but that's cool. Like, uh, hey, he's been. It's been one of those things on his list of how many movies does he have left? Oh, I don't know. I, I didn't know that he had a specific set number like Quentin Tarantino. Oh, that's who I'm thinking of. My bad. <laughs> oh, damn. You getting this fucking guy confused. Hey, same dude, man. They look alike. Only nothing alike. <laughs> I thought you... Um, oh, my God. This guy. Somebody. Somebody. <laughs> get this guy his own podcast. <laughs> I know you're not talking. Uh, there's sauce involved, people. Uh, so... <clears throat> I want to touch on some video game news because there was a lot of video game shit that came out. And in particular, I'm about to potentially talk badly about one system in particular that may or may not have had their own conference um, that was completely useless. But before I get to that, um, they released an Injustice 2 trailer, another one. Um, did you see it? I know you said you're not like super stoked on this. You're not stoked on like fighting games. But did you see this trailer? No, I didn't. Oh, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's more punchy, punchy. You know, a lot of people getting thrown through walls and whatnot. But they released. Yeah. Um, if you like pre-order it, you get to play as Dark Side. Um, you see some new skins of people. I mean, it, look, it looks cool, man. Like I'm, I'm about it, and I've expressed that I'm not into punch uh, like fighting games, but this shit looks fun, dude. Like I mean, I played and beat different. the first one, so I'm. I'll do the same here. But I just that's won't the buy thing. It. Like you don't like. I feel like. 
if you get a fighting game for the story, like you, you're prepared to be disappointed because that's not what they're about. I mean, they're about one on one. I mean, know, I would I would disagree play. in this particular instance because Injustice was tight, but. Mm, I just felt it was kind of flat. Like I didn't really like the story so much personally. I mean, it was like I played through it. I just didn't. It wasn't my favorite. But, um, but regardless, this second one looks sweet. Like I'm gonna, I'll probably get it. Um, the biggest thing I want to talk about video games. Why I brought it up is Nintendo had their own Nintendo Switch conference earlier in the week. Dog, this system, bro. Like I think it looks tight. What? What? Hold up! Hold the damn phone! <laughs> All right, explain to me. Sell me on the Nintendo Switch right now, please. It's the only system you have where you can take it on the road and play it on your big screen TV. I mean, that's basically all you need to know. So it's a gimmick system is what you're telling me, because that's all I see. What system's not a gimmick system? I mean, well, uh, how is PlayStation 4 a gimmick system? Uh, We're going to come out with PlayStation Move and PlayStation VR. Uh, yeah, but that's not what the entire system is based upon. It's, they don't predicate the entire system off the fact that you can move with it. They And at this point, they basically gave up on move. I mean, they, with the exception of you have to have it in order to have VR, and they're only going to VR because VR is like the thing now. I mean, that's, you know, what where the future is or so, you know. Well, here, then like here's, here's my thing. What makes... What makes it a gimmick? I mean, it's not a gimmick. It, it appears to work successfully and flawlessly. It's not so much a gimmick. It's like, yeah, hey, well, if you want to play your Game Boy on the road, you can. But if you well, also want to play it on the big screen, you can do that too. When you're using four-year-old technology, yeah, I'd hope it runs successfully. Like, I don't want to play a system where the graphics look like garbage, dude. Like, it looks like straight doo-doo. Like, I mean, the footage it, I saw of the new Mario looks fucking tight. Right, but at the same time, it just looks like the same thing they've constantly put out. It's just flat Mario. Like, you can't compare the graphics on that Mario universe or whatever the game is. Um, I, I don't remember what it's called. The new Mario trailer they came out with during the conference. Mario against Odyssey. Odyssey. Against Injustice 2. Like, there's no comparison, dude. They're not even in the same league, bro. So, but now what you're doing? Now what you're doing? This is our first debate on the whole <laughs> network. But now what you're doing though is comparing two things that aren't even trying to be alike. Like they're in competing. They're competing in the same industry, are they not? They're they want to be your household system. They want to okay, be your system. So check this your out. Household, your so check this system. out. Check this out. So so uh, let me see here. Uh, Adam Sandler's. Uh, Next movie, whatever it is, whatever piece of shit it is, is <laughs> it's a movie, okay? Now, Quentin Tarantino's next movie is also a movie, but they're not the competing against each other. And so just because they're both systems doesn't mean that they're both trying to steal the same audience away from one another. Nintendo has an audience. The no, same I people th that play Nintendo are always going to play Nintendo, and that's right, who they're but, making it for. But that's the problem, dude, and that's why their sales have been steadily down. I am a firm believer that if you don't see Nintendo Switch be successful, be prepared to see Nintendo claim bankruptcy within the next 10 years. I think they'll, they'll I mean, still I think they'll continue to have a strong handheld market regardless. I mean, po now that they're partnered with Apple, yeah, possibly, dude. But Pokemon I just think alone that could keep the Game Boy alive. I think you're going to see their systems go by the wayside, and this just looks like an old system to me. And, like, for example, okay, 
they have to it, to me it seems like another way to resell old ideas uh for example they they announced one of their big titles from this conference was street fighter 2 like ultra street fighter 2 dude you're making a you're remaking a game from the 90s like cuz you finally have the technology to make it look a little bit nicer and to you know oh oh you can go back and play it in the old graphics too like I don't want to do that, dude. Just give me something new. Give me something that's pushing the limits. They're going to – and then – go ahead. I was going to say, you don't want to do that, but, like, do you know how big the market is right now for people to play old school games and, and with the old school graphics? It's fucking huge. Like, the GameStop sold out of that uh, Super NES, like, remake thing that they just came out with for fucking solid two months. Nobody right, had that shit. I think that's completely different, dude, because that that is that has genuine nostalgia to people. It looks the same, it feels the same, the controller's exactly the same, and the games it's a straight port. This is something that they're trying to put a new shiny feel to and sell you some old technology. That's all it looks like to me. Like and then and and, and this just gets me from like just a money standpoint, dude, is the fact that I don't know if you saw this, but every every system obviously has their games with gold with Xbox, PlayStation Network, you know, PlayStation Plus subscription. So they, they announced they're going to come out with a subscription service, right? And part of that subscription service is with games with gold, you know, your Xbox Live and your PlayStation Network, each month you get a free game or two and you get discounted games. What they're going to do is they're going to give you an NES or an SNES game but you can only play it for that one month, and if you want to purchase, if you want to purchase it afterwards, you can purchase it. So let me get this straight: I'm buying your system that's 300 plus bucks. I gotta buy the membership so that I can at least get the the game free for a month, and then I gotta actually buy the game that I purchased 30 years ago. The fuck is that, dude? I mean, you're, <laughs> the, the, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I think that that's a great idea, but I'm not gonna tell you that when xbox one came out that it had everything ironed out either oh it definitely it most definitely did not and and speaking of things that are not ironed out here's another one i'll ask for you so they announced that it won't have streaming services but they're considering it all right why don't you just shit on your own fucking system bro like you're not gonna have streaming services but you expect to be in everybody's living room we live in a world where netflix and amazon put out some of the best like you know, television there is, and you're not going to put that on your system. What sense does that make? If I'm looking at it from as somebody who operates within marketing, like if I'm looking at it from the perspective of them building this machine, most of un, most of the people that are on that staff are building this machine under the understanding that it's probably not the only system in the house. And that they probably also either have a smart TV or a smart Blu-ray player at this point, which will run any streaming service available. So they don't need to spend the extra space in installing a software um, that allows streaming services to be compatible with the product that they're releasing if people have access to those things already. So like, what are they spending the extra space on if it's not their graphics? Because it, it looks the same, dude. So there was a there was, and I got a I got one more one more research point. I did some research, dog. So there was a drunk tech review. I don't know if you side note, I don't know if you ever watched those YouTube videos, but they're fucking hilarious. Basically it's just dudes that get on there and they they get drunk and they review shit. And so one of the developers from um 
respawn so put out titanfall titanfall 2 right yeah uh they got drunk and they reviewed the the nintendo switch and uh i guess someone it was like a live thing and someone had asked you know will there be a port of titanfall 2 to um to nintendo switch and he said and i quote can't make this up no fuck no that's the same zelda from wii u like he just called them out on the fact that their shit looks exactly the same dude so if you're not spending your space on streaming what is the space spent on? That's all I want to know. And, like, okay, well, it's the technology to pull out the tablet from the thing and still be able to play it. Well, like, if that's what you're doing, then how good are the graphics while they're on the TV if everything is harnessed in that one tablet? Basically, it's just a tablet projected on a TV. And then some games you can't even play on the tablet because they're required to play on the TV. So I just don't, I just don't get it, dude. It doesn't make sense to me. But you... Go ahead and I buy mean, one, dog. You, Let me know. If, you, if you don't, if you don't get it, and it doesn't make sense to you, then I, I mean, how much more sense am I going to make it make to you? <laughs> like, uh, you, you basically just created a self-defeating argument. So I can't I, sit here and make I it any better. I don't. I just don't understand how they think they're going to make money on it. That's all. I, I like. I feel like they're selling to, to little kids and people that think that you know. Oh, it's cool to be able to 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 pick it up and move with it. But I think that one younger generations are getting smarter because we live in a world where YouTube is a thing and internet is so big that they don't want, you know, elementary games. They want something more mature. They want something above and beyond. Yeah. And well, two, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, are you aware that GameStop is all sold out of pre-sales now? Of course they are, dude, because no company ever goes out and makes a, billion of these things like they can only make so many from the time that they announce it to the time they start production like of course and i'm not saying they're not going to sell any i'm just saying i like don't expect them to put up playstation or xbox numbers and don't expect them to be a, a major player in the console war come the next the next generation i mean and at that and that's another note that i just thought of they're putting out a console what three years behind the other two major players like in three years from now that just goes to show that if my technology was better than what you got three years ago what's my technology going to be in three years when you're still on that older system like you're always going to be behind the eight ball i mean look bro i already i don't like you said <laughs> you don't understand and i already broke down for you that this is a system that has a niche audience and that that's the audience that they're trying to target so like I mean, they've said it themselves, so it's not like I can't I can't give you any more information that isn't there. That's just what it is. They made Nintendo <laughs> for Nintendo, and God. they're, they're God. hoping that those people buy it. Fair enough. I don't know that I'll buy it. I'm gonna wait till it's got more games before I consider it. Because, um, like I said, I'm not sitting here arguing because I believe wholeheartedly that this is the next thing. Do I think it's cool? Yeah. Um, but I'm going to wait to see the body of work that they release on it before I'm like, oh, shit. But Mario Odyssey looks like the coolest Mario since 64, so we'll see how that pans out. I and mean, then maybe I, I'll make a decision. I'd be lying if I said that, you know, so, uh, like a couple of the titles didn't intrigue me. But I think that's – honestly, I think that's based so, more so on nostalgia purposes rather than the, you know, the, the product they're putting out. Like, like, I'd play the shit out of an open-world Zelda game. Like I said last episode, I love Zelda. Like I'd love to see an open world movie about it. But like, to me, you could have put out a better product. That's all. And like Mario, like I enjoy Mario games just as much as the next 
you know, gamer. But I just, to again, like how many people are you going to sell just on the backbone of Mario? I get they've been doing it for years, but I just feel like you got to step it up a little bit more. I don't know. We'll see. I could be wrong, dude. Could be wrong. Um, anyways, we'll end it on that very hostile note. Uh, <laughs> that's all the news I got. It's been a, a uh, fat-packed episode here. Uh, you got anything you want to add before we uh, before we start to wrap up? Let me see. I don't think so. I kind of threw my information out there there at the beginning for the things that I uh, think people should invest their their time and energy in. I um, got um I got just a couple shout outs. Um, first, of course, is audibletrial.com backslash the pull network. First months on us. Hurry. Um, but uh, no um. Honestly, I want to give a shout out to uh, my buddy Mike. I mentioned him once before on the podcast, but uh, he just let me borrow the uh, Last Guardian on PlayStation. Um, graphics look amazing, even though I will say that game's been in production since like PS3, so the graphics could have potentially been better. Yeah, uh, you know. But anyways, uh, apparently the game's amazing. Story's amazing. I'm gonna start to get into it tonight. So shout outs to him, man. Good looking out. Appreciate that. And um, um and. For those of you living in Jack's or maybe in Gainesville, it's not that far. Um, the dudes from GAM are putting on another event. It's kind of a uh, it's kind of a Valentine's Day themed uh, event. It's going to be February eighteenth at the Mosh. So that's Museum of Science and History. What's the um, theme? Theme is like a retro game night. Um, it's love retro game night. So there's going to be some contests, of course, some cosplay. They're even auctioning off some single gamers, John. Maybe get out there, my boy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh. that's a few days before my birthday. You trying to be my Valentine? Hey, hey, I'll be in there. I'll be in there. Like, real talk, I'm going to go, dude. So, um, you know, I'll enter you in the auction if you really want to If you really wanna meet you a cosplay girl, dude. Mufasa, <laughs> girl. Uh, but, no, so for real, uh, it's February 18th at Mosh. Check them out on Facebook. Um, just search GAM. That's G-A-A-M, two A's. And, um, you know, they're always fun. It's always a good time. So come out, check it out, hang out with some fellow nerds. So Sweet. Uh, that's all I got. And, uh, you know, as always, check us out on social media, at the Pull Network across the board. Send us letters. We need your letters. Yeah. We want to read them. We'd love to hear. Hey, and if you got an opinion on how bad the Nintendo Switch sucks, please write in so I can just prove to this guy how bad it is. If you understand that Nintendo has only been making systems for the people that already play Nintendo for the past 20 years, you can also write in and let Danny know that. Whatever, man. Get out of here. Peace. Ohana. Peace. This has been a Pool Network production. For your latest dose of movies, television, and whatever the fuck, tune in each Wednesday. And since we know you just can't get enough, don't forget to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for information on new shows and events.